Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Weems podcast. We're so glad to have you listening in today. Before Carrie joins us in today's episode, we want to remind you that the best way to keep up with all the latest content being released by Carrie is to follow her on social media. She's on Instagram and Twitter, so follow her at Carrie Weems, and you can also find her on Facebook as well, and even comment to let us know how much you're enjoying the podcast and the teaching that Carrie has been bringing to all of us. And don't forget, you can always visit CarrieWeems.com to learn more about her and to see a full list of the books, curriculums, and resources that she has recently released. Thanks again for being with us, and we really hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hey everyone, welcome into the Carrie Weems podcast. As you can tell by my voice, I am not Carrie Weems, <laughs> but I am here with Carrie Weems. Uh, and we are going to jump into another great podcast today. Thank you so much, PK, for letting me be on the podcast again with you. Thank you for being my official interviewer. I am the official interviewer. So I'm, much easier when I don't have to read from a script I wrote myself by yeah. myself. I'm happy. I'm going to put this in my email signature. Yeah. It, official interviewer. Yeah, you on should the Carrie do that. You're, you're good at that. That's nice. a gift. So, uh, hey, we're here. Hope you're enjoying all the content that's been coming out on the Carowinds podcast. Hope you are a subscriber, um, and that way you're being notified every time a new podcast release. But today, we're going to talk about something that I'm super pumped to talk about this because it's a very unique topic. I don't know that I've ever heard a podcast done on this particular topic. We're going to talk about the anatomy of an apology. An so apology. happy about that. I've been wanting to talk about this for so long. That's what I wanted to ask you. So like, where did this thought come from? It's such an interesting topic. Uh, certainly one that we all need. I mean, I'm sure we're all probably thinking of someone right now, like, ah, I probably do need to apologize to that person. Yeah. But like, where, where'd the whole idea come from? Somebody, a friend of mine told me that I should write a, okay, this is hilarious. I have a friend, Diane Wilson. She also has a podcast. Diane Wilson. I don't know the name of sure it's just Diane Wilson. It might be, yeah. Podcast. In Newport, California. In Newport, California. She's the Newport Church, pastor of New Anyway, great podcast on leadership. But she said, You should write a book, Carrie Weems, on theology of apologizing. And I was like, I don't know if that's a whole book, but it is definitely a podcast. It is definitely. And I I thought, you know, I could I'm I'm sure that I could use a little bit of help on how to really do a good, effective apology. It really goes a long way when you can apologize well. And yeah, I mean who has ever trained us to apologize? Exactly. No one has ever trained me. And it's usually modeled kind of poorly because right. nobody likes to apologize. No, yeah. No, <laughs> but there no, is a no right way to, to do it. Yeah. I'm, yeah, unless you grew up in a, a home that, you know, a parent I took the time to maybe explain it, I help you with it. I mean, you certainly didn't learn this in school, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't a class, Apology 101. It wasn't anything like that. But yeah. um, I love the idea, and it's going to be super practical. We're probably yep. going to have a couple. This is probably like part one of a couple parts mm-hmm. that we're going to help you. We're going to give you very practical advice on how to how to literally craft an apology, what is appropriate, what what doesn't count, what yeah. is not appropriate. It just really depends on how good of a job Clay does as an interviewer. <laughs> if he does a really good job, we'll have more than one part. If not, it'll just be one short it's, I podcast. feel the weight. I like the weight. Yeah, I like the pressure. Challenge. You can rise to the challenge. So, uh, all right, so let me ask you this question. Let's get in. Um, why are apologies so difficult for people? I just think nobody likes to admit they're wrong. Yeah. You know, I mean, even if you can admit that you're wrong, most people want to preserve an image of strength and success. Like when you say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. In that moment, you are neither successful nor strong. Wow. You're assuming the lower, weaker position. You're in, you're intentionally giving the other person a, a level of power over you. You're coming under them, like yeah. they, they could forgive you or not. They could receive you back into relationship or not. 
And you're admitting that what I did was not successful. It was not good. And, you know, most of us are motivated by success. We want to feel strong. Mm -hmm. And um, apologizing goes, it cuts against that very, very core need that we have as people. It really is. Very, it's a very submissive yep. act. It is. I, I, I am. I'm lowering myself, recognizing that that I've done something wrong. Yeah. Uh, I've heard you say it before, how apologies have the power, though, if you're willing to do them, they have the power to rescue relationships. Oh, yeah. They really have the power to... Re if you can do an apology right, they can rescue, you know, relationships. I think they can rescue public image. A yeah. lot of time, um, a lot of times, people that, you know, I've, I've, Stavall and I often talk about when, you know, there's a scandal going on in the news or whatever, and someone's trying to avoid, they're trying to say, oh, that's not right, and that's not right, and this didn't happen, and you're like, we all know you did it. Yeah. Just come clean with if it. If you would just you say just it. say because people are so, you know, most of the time I find that people, if you could come clean and you admit, people can identify with you. They can imagine what it would be like to be in your place. Yes. And so they will be so much more merciful to someone who admits it and says, okay, I'm sorry. I'm genuinely sorry. I know this was wrong. Then if you try to hide it and hide it and hide it and hide it, and then finally it just comes out and you can't deny it anymore. Yeah. That's when people are like, oh gosh, you know, they're, they're finally, you know, it's almost like they're happy to see it resolved. And so, um, yeah, just, it can really taking ownership, apologizing can really yeah. Save relationships. Absolutely. Do you think that um do you think that the family environment that each of us grew up in has anything to do with our ability to apologize and forgive? Do you think family history, like if you didn't see it modeled, perhaps mm -hmm. you have a hard time with it because it was just not in your home? Yeah, I think so. I think I think as parents, if we can like I tell my kids I'm sorry as often as I need to. And yeah. um they'll go, Oh, it's okay, mom, but I you know, it's, I think it's important to say, you know, it's not, it's really not okay. Yeah. You need to know that what I did in this circumstance was not okay. Yeah. I know you forgive me and I'm thankful for that, but I want you to understand this behavior or this kind of, this behavior wasn't acceptable or this decision was not a good one. And here's why. Um, but if you, most of us didn't grow up, most people didn't grow up in families where someone was strong enough to own the embarrassment or the shame that can come with admitting you're wrong. Yeah. And it takes a very strong functional mature person yes to really apologize yeah you know that's so true obviously you, you know a lot of us we've heard it said before but it's actually true apologizing isn't weak it's actually a it's actually a strong thing we assume it makes me weak if i apologize yeah. so i'm not going to do it but there's actually strength in it and i, I just thought you know in homes I, I know friends who you know have a hard time saying the word i love you because they never heard it before yeah absolutely. some people have a hard time and i just thought man I, i'm sure some people out there have a hard time apologizing asking for forgiveness because maybe that was a sign of weakness in your home yeah and and you didn't want to do that well and i think too you know people worry that if i admit that i'm wrong maybe people won't respect me as a mom or a dad as a leader as wow, a pastor yeah. like i'm gonna if i admit that i was wrong people will lose respect for me and so much of keeping your credit or your strength or your position as a leader a lot of times it's it's evolved to be this pretense of being perfect people will say you know nobody's perfect i'm not perfect but they it's hard when it, the rubber meets the road and it's time for you to, yeah. you know, apologize for your imperfections. It's a lot harder because you are in a way you're letting people make the choice of how are they going to receive you again? Yeah. And, um, it takes a really strong person, I think, and, um, to not pretend that everything's okay and to take ownership. And that's, Absolutely. you know, if that's not in your family and most families, it's not, it's, um, it can 
definitely be difficult. But to what do a it. great thing for those of us who didn't have that example, but now we can create that in our own families moving forward, and uh, you know, teaching young young boys and girls. It's not a weakness. It's actually yep. something that can be respected, that you have yep. the ability to do this. And so we were talking, uh, you know, before we even got onto the podcast today about how many grudges, how many rifts in relationships could probably be solved and mended if if there was just one apology. I know. You know, there's a fam- the famous Hatfields and McCoys. That's yes. like this famous, you know, fight in the Blue Ridge Mountains. And like, there are times that people get, they start fighting. Like nobody even really knows what it was about. Like you have to dig so far back to understand what really yep. started that fight. And I think there's a lot of people, you know, I was talking to someone not too long ago and I was like, well, you know, what is the real problem between you and this other person? And they were like, you know, right now it's this, but I really can't remember what started it. Just there was a point in time when wow. we stopped. I don't know. It was a bunch of little things that led up to this. And now we just can't be around each other, Yep. you know, but at the beginning, I wonder if just one apology could have changed the course of that relationship. Just somebody taking ownership and Absolutely. saying, okay, I'll be the one to step down and say, yeah, let's get this right. Yeah. For the sake of the relationship, for just for the sake, I mean, you know, we're genuinely friends. We genuinely enjoy each mm-hmm. other, but something happened and, and, but yeah, you can, you can choose to not let it go on for days, months, years, yeah, uh, however long. And so obviously, uh, you know, everyone listening to this podcast, uh, might not be in a church or in a, in a faith-based community. That's totally cool. Hey, mm-hmm. welcome to the podcast, whoever you are, yep. you know, we're glad you're here. Um, but for those of us who maybe are in churches, uh, around, you know, the things of God in, in a relationship of faith, um, do you think that repentance, right? The Bible talks about the mm-hmm. word repentance. Do you think repentance is obviously not just something done between us and God, but it's it's something that can be exercised amongst one another? Yes, absolutely. And repentance is such a gift because, you know, we think of repentance. Usually, I think when you hear the word repent, we think of it as like, you're wrong. Stop being wrong and say you're wrong and acknowledge it. Yeah. But repentance is so beautiful because it's a, it really is a gift because repentance, true repentance, gives what I call grace, a pla- like it gives grace a place to land. Wow, that's really good. You know, like if you go to someone and like, let's just say you have a rift between you and someone in your family or you and a friend, and it was the kind of thing where you could say you're sorry or you could let it go and it'll smooth over in a few days. Maybe, you know, it might be a little awkward. Maybe that person would want to forgive you, but because you won't ask you won't apologize. It's like they're not going to go up to you and go, hey, I just want you to know I forgive you. Yeah, out of the blue, right. Out of the, yeah. right you, know, you have to say, I'm sorry. And they might have the heart to forgive you, but until you make space for that forgive you, I forgive you to land somewhere through repentance, really through good. saying I'm sorry, it's just out there. So their intention might be reconciliation and your hope might be reconciliation, but until one, until you say sorry, and re- I'm really sorry, I repent. I'm, you know, you have to use the word repent, but yeah. Um, they don't have a place to, they're not going to come to you and go, you know what? I just want you to know I forgive you. That's so snobby. Like nobody's <laughs> going to do that. So without repentance, That's grace so and forgiveness don't have a place to land. You haven't invited it because you haven't for, repented. Yeah. So, so think about that. I mean, just think about the number of people out there who, uh, who want to mend the relationship, but they're so unsure of, are they going to forgive me? I don't want to say I'm sorry yeah. for them to just chastise me more. But perhaps you have it all wrong. Perhaps they're waiting to forgive yeah. you. Yeah. But they just need a place for that forgiveness to land. That yeah. is a great thought. Especially when I think it's something that it's one of those kind of, oh, 
you know, it's not something massive like I stole something from you or yeah. cheated on you. It's something more like you said something, you could tell it sat wrong with that person. It made your it's made your relationship awkward for the past couple of weeks. And you really, if you could just go and the longer you get away from the incident, the more awkward it becomes and the weirder it becomes. And you know, your relationship is never quite the same. And the person wants to be able to say, wow, that really hurt me when you said that, but they don't like, maybe yeah. they don't know how to do that. Yeah. You know, it's on go, go give, go, you know, that's part of the, I think, again, I think that's part of the risk of apologizing is that you don't know. You don't know. It is a risk yeah. because you could go, I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. And they could just go, okay, well, I'm, I forgive you, but I don't want to be, I don't want to, you know, have anything to do with you anymore. Right. I don't forgive you. And you leave without being forgiven by that person. That stinks. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Our, I think our mind, I, I, I remember there was a time when I had to, you know, I went, I apologized to someone very repentant. Uh, and man, I just remember the way that they treated me and the forgiveness and the mm-hmm. grace that they extended me. It was like, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. It was so out of the blue that I, I was hoping, I had a good idea that, I, they're probably going to forgive me and like, hey, that's cool. Let's just move. But it was so like, it was honestly the most Christ-like thing I've ever seen. Wow. And it may, and it just really helped me in that moment. And so, man, if you're listening, you need to apologize to someone. It it honestly might not be as bad as, as you think. They yeah. might be literally waiting to extend some of the most generous forgiveness yeah. and grace And that's so healing, you. right? Like it is such so a healing. healing. Like, wow, this this is something that we can move past. Like, we really can move past this. Absolutely. What, what do you think are the main times to apologize when, mm. when what has happened. Yeah. Maybe like, you know, someone's been hurt or, yeah. or a, what about offense? Yeah. Someone's been offended. Yeah. It just, um, when you think about offense, like we say things all the time that it not sit right with people or, you know, you're joking around, you take it a little too far. And, you know, when you were in amongst really close friends, you can kind of bounce that off because you have the trust there where you can go, That's, yep. they didn't mean that or they're just having a bad day or whatever. But you know that an offense has happened when, Something that you say changes the way that person thinks of themselves and the way they think of your relationship. Wow. So, for example, um, like if somebody, if you're, if you, this is a great example. I hope, Darla, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. I'm going <laughs> to tell a story involving you because, so this is really funny. My sister is so smart, but she's also really, really practical like really practical and I'm smart, but I'm not very practical. (laughs) And so my sister, um, said one morning, we used to get up so early to go to school and she would always get up and make the coffee and I would get up when the coffee was ready. And so one morning she was too tired. She said, Carrie, now mind you, we're in high school living at home. Okay. She goes, Carrie, get up and make the coffee and come get me when it's ready. And I said, okay. So I went in there and, um, I saw that, you know, we had to fill it up. Like, okay, I want to make, eight cups of coffee I've got to put eight cups of water well I got the coffee cup and I filled it up eight times and I put it (laughs) in the coffee where the water goes you know in the coffee pot and um I was like wow this is a pain in the behind I'm so glad she does this every morning instead of me but um I went back in the bedroom she goes what took you so long and I was like well you know it took me a really long time to put the water in the pot and she goes why not she goes why you just put it in the coffee pot and then dump it in and I was like oh I filled up the, each co- you know, the coffee cup eight times, and she goes, you are so stupid. <laughs> and she turned over and went back to sleep. So this is a joke between us, because she really doesn't think I'm stupid. And it honestly didn't make me see myself in a different way. But under different circumstances, I could have thought, this is how it could have worked out. Oh, 
I didn't know that my sister thought I was really stupid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I always thought I was really smart. Maybe I'm not smart. And so this kind of new revelation of like, oh, you know, we're really not that close of friends. Wow. You know? Oh, I'm not. Remember that, the Faye Five? Yes. Do you remember that was yes. like a, oh my gosh, oh my yeah. gosh. So you could have your five favorite people and there was no like data. Uh, yes. And then how awkward would that be if like someone puts you in their Faye Five, but then but you're, you're not, not in there. there. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, so we're not that, we're not that tight. Like that, kind of, it, it has a revelation to you. It changes the way you, that's an offense that has to be addressed. I right. Think, you yeah. know, beyond just hurting someone's feelings. Yeah. One thing I always, when I think of offense, I sometimes I think in the world of offense, mm -hmm. it includes things that you didn't purposefully mean to do. Yeah. And so when you apologize for an offense, uh, it's kind of like, you know, we don't just apologize for the purposeful times that we hurt someone, <laughs> yes. but sometimes you have to apologize for even the stuff you didn't mean to do. Of course. Yeah. Because it's not so much about what you meant to do. It's how what you, the impact that what you did had had on the other person. Right, right, right. You know, even if that's not, it's what it, it essentially it's what it meant to them, not what it meant to you. And I think there's a big, dis, I think in marriages, that's a big deal. That's huge. Yeah. You know, so Stovall last night was really funny. Um, he ordered dinner and I walked in, they ate like two hours up before me. But when I walked in as ha this happens a lot, I'm sure to people, but you know, there was takeout and then all the takeout containers were all over the kitchen island and there was like the trash. And, and so I was like, oh, I've got to eat and then I've got to clean the kitchen. It's already 11 o'clock, blah, blah, blah. And so he's like, I'm going to hire a cook. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I spent half my life in the kitchen <laughs> and he was like, you know, I just going to hire, we need to sometimes have people cook dinner for us so we can have dinner together. And I was like, are you trying to tell me that? Like I'm a loser because I didn't cook. I don't cook dinner enough for us to sit down. Like, what are you trying to say? What he was really trying to say was, I know that when you prepare dinner and we all sit down and, yeah. and it, it's a lot of work for you and I really want you to be able to enjoy dinner. And so it would be worth it for me to have someone come in and do that for us because I so value that time. Yes. But, but being the less art, um, <laughs> expressive and wordy verbal person of the, he was just like straight to the solution. The solution for this problem that my wife doesn't know is a problem is to hire someone to come in and cook dinner for right. us. And I was like, are you joking? Like, and to me that meant because you can't get your act together and cook dinner for us enough times a week, I'm going to have the highest one to do it. Thanks a lot. Isn't this every, every couple has been here. <laughs> yes. It might not always be about the food and the dinner. Yes. Every couple knows exactly this illustration. Yes. Like you say, they say something and it has, and it has very much to do with probably I was, you know, talk, in all likelihood, I can't even remember what I was thinking, but on some subconscious level, I'm sure I was going, I can't believe I'm making my family order dinner tonight and it's not going to be nutritious and it's not going to taste as good and it's a waste of money and... You know, I was all I was ready to hear those words wrong because of what I was telling myself. That's so true. Or <laughs> like the vice versa. You know, maybe a wife saying, "Hey, we need to hire a handyman. We need to get a guy yeah. for that." What are you What are you saying? Uh, I'm not handy enough. Yeah, like, I can't do this. I can build this. I can do. It. It's so funny because it's I, so true. I just want you to enjoy your life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to. You know, I want to spend time with you. I don't want you working on the house all weekend. So, uh, so hey, we've just been talking about the anatomy of an apology here, and uh, we're gonna wrap up this kind of like an introductory uh, episode right here as we've been talking about apologizing, forgiving. Uh, offense, hurting people that we truly do care about and we truly do love. Uh, but we're going to dive into the next episode, and so hopefully you catch this next one that we're going to do as we walk through uh, yes. what an apology actually contains. Yeah, very important. We're going to actually teach you how to apologize. Maybe stuff your teacher never told you, yep. maybe your mom, dad never told you, but we're actually going to give you a great list 
of what's included. Well, apology checklist. Apology checklist. <laughs> so literally when you go up to the person, you have it in front of you. Check, check. No, you don't have to do that. I did but, all uh, the things right. You're just... You- <laughs> You're just whatever. <laughs> so, but hey, thanks for joining in uh, to our, the Carrie Weems podcast today. Uh, if you're not subscribing, we'd love for you to subscribe and be notified yep. uh, every time a new episode releases. Carrie, we love you so much. Thank you so much for all the time and uh, all the teaching. And Thank you. we will see you in the next episode. God thanks bless for you. Join us. Bye. Hey, thanks again for joining us here at the Carrie Weems podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to share it with your friends and followers on social media. And don't forget, one of the best ways you can help us get the word out is to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. It's a simple and easy way that you can help us spread the word about the great teaching that Carrie has been sharing. Plus, if you would like Carrie to answer one of your questions in an upcoming episode, we would love to hear them. All you have to do is email them to us at info at Don't forget to follow on social media to stay up to date on all the latest resources that are releasing on Instagram and Twitter at Carrie Weems, or you can find Carrie on Facebook as well. And of course, for a full list of all the available books and resources, just visit CarrieWeems.com. Once again, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.